Hello, everyone. Welcome to Keys to the Game. I'm your host, Gary Lester, as Anthony just said, and I'm here with the smiling and always pleasant head football coach and winner of three in a row, uh, Kurt Newsom. Coach, thanks for being here. Yeah, I don't know about always pleasant, but uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm pleasant today. <laughs> well, Coach, you've won three games in a row. You've got a 4-2 and two overall record, 3-1 and one in the uh, Mountain Division. You're tied, still tied for first with our next two opponents, Mars Hill and, and Tusculum. And, you know, we, we keep looking back. You've got two losses. Those two teams now are 10-2. and two. They continue to roll. Uh, you must be feeling pretty good about your team and the program at this point in time. I really do, because, you know, it was a major concern coming into this year with, uh, you know, a year and a half of scholarships. But uh, our guys have really, you know, they, they fight every Saturday. And yes, they, they compete do. and, uh, you know, they really play hard. And defensively, we've played really good up to this point. And, you know, offensively, everybody wants to take away the run and play man coverage, and we've been able to throw it and catch it. So, I mean, that's kind yeah. of been the key to our season. Well, you uh, you started out another game this past uh, Saturday with some excitement. I don't, you know, the Wasp were behind a touchdown before the 14-minute mark in the uh, first quarter. I don't know if you guys are just trying to keep the crowd excited or, or you know, boost ticket sales or whatever, but – all joking aside, that must be a little bit disconcerting to be. Oh, was a lot of excitement for them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, I was, uh, you know, our first. They they take the kickoff and and run it back, and we're you know we thought we could kick it in the end zone. We had and the wind changed. We we had decided to defer, which we do most of the time. Right. If you've got a good defensive football team, that's what you want to oh, do. Oh yeah, and. Uh, the wind when we were in pregame was going the other way. And then when we got out there after deferring, it had switched. So we didn't kick it in the end zone. And so they run it back. And then our first series, all we do is go backwards. And, you know, we would run a couple gap scheme plays, and we didn't realize that they were going to blitz. And they were going to say, hey, listen, you're not going to run the football you know, and and that's kind of what happened. So, so we go backwards after giving up a kickoff uh, for a touchdown. So, uh, a kickoff return. So, it was a tough start. Well, you were quoted in the uh, Kingsport paper as saying that we had to figure out what we could do offensively while the defense kept us in the game. So, what did you figure out? We figured out, hey, th- we've <laughs> got to throw it. Yeah. You know, because they've they've got too many hats down there, mm-hmm. and no matter what we do, we're going to have to throw it. They're going to be in man coverage, and we we you know we threw some back shoulder throws yeah. that were were big, and I mean our I, I you know I thought at the end of the game the difference in the game was our receivers and quarterback was better than their receivers and quarterback. And our secondary was better than their receivers mm-hmm. and their quarterback. And that that end up, you know, I think the line of scrimmage, I think it was kind of a, you know, a, a, a mix there. But mm-hmm. uh, that's that's kind of what it looked like to me. And even watching the film, I think it did. 
Well, uh, Jermon Ford, it seems to be that that's his seems to be his favorite route. That back shoulder when he's going down and comes back, and he's really good. Him and Kyle are on the same page, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, we we call read routes, and uh, you know, we look forward to a little press coverage, and you you can. You know, if you're even, you're leaving, and if you're not, it's back shoulder. So that's that's kind of how it is. And and Quentin's done a great job coaching the receivers, and and Cam has always had a good plan. And uh, so I'm I'm really happy with because we had to change our plan during you know midstream On the of the spot game, right there. Yeah, you know because they said, hey, no, no, we're we're coming after you. Well, I, and I mentioned that in the booth. I, they must have blitzed 60 70% of the time. It seemed like every play they were coming. Well, they had only had one sack since the yeah. Ferrum game. And uh, I heard their coach say that they'd only had one sack and that they were going to come after us. And uh, they surely did. But uh, we, we ended up having an answer for it yeah. when uh, that's what the RPO does. And so I was real pleased with our coaches on both sides of the football, of course. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, the ability to improvise like that, I mean, that that comes with experience and maturity. And I think uh, B. Craft and certainly Quentin, you know, they've got that, they've got that experience. Oh, they've got a great – I mean, they work together so well. <clears throat> you know, as soon as uh, we, we lost Davon, the first thing that uh, Cam said was – I want Quentin, and uh, because they had worked together, and you know, uh, on both sides of the ball, I think our staff is really connected, yeah. and uh, and I, I I I think it's the best staff that we've had since I've been here, and uh, that that helps win games. Everybody gets along, and I mean that's important. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, let's talk about that first half a little bit. You guys. Um, Red wine is intercepted twice in first quarter nicely. Boy, what nice play <laughs> nicely made. And then Kendrick can both of those were athletic plays. I mean that and you mentioned that earlier that our defenders were better than their receivers. I thought so too, because I didn't think their receivers really you know, they should have, I thought, helped that quarterback out a little more, like knock the ball down or something. It, it, they almost it looked like this. They watched it. But you got those two turnovers. And the question I want to ask you is, you are in the red zone twice and you converted once for a touchdown. The other one, you had to kick a field goal. Um, the Emory is now not 79% scoring in the red zone overall, touchdowns, field goals, and so on. But your fifty percent on touchdowns is that's got to be a little oh, that's, bit concerning. Oh, that concerns us. Yeah, there's no question. We've, you know, and we 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 haven't run the ball down there as as well as we've liked mm-hmm. to. And I, I mean, that's what you have to do to to get your percentage up in the red zone. And um, you know, that's you know, it's a credit to some defensive lines we've played against, which is the biggest difference in this league. I think is. The defensive lines we play against right now are uh, much better than what we played in the ODAC. And yeah. uh, so we, we haven't finished drives, and, you know, we've got to get a little creative, and uh, we're trying to do that right now. Well, you, you, you go on and uh, <clears throat> go in at halftime. You, the defense just is, is blistering hot. They can, Wise has two yards passing, 63 rushing. And they turned the ball over four times. They only had it about ten minutes, 
and they've benched their starting quarterback. So uh, yet they're only down ten points. So they're still in the game at seventeen seven. Yeah, with all the turnovers and us just barely being up, I was I was really concerned with you know what was going to happen. And I, I told our, our team at halftime, I said, you know, we don't have control of this game Mm-mm. at all. I said, we need to take control in the third quarter. And, uh, you know, I think they responded and, uh, you know, we had a, had a good drive. But, uh, you know, overall, I think our kids played hard the entire game. Yeah. Well, when you have four turnovers like that and they've benched their quarterback and they don't have any yards, I mean – you know, you you want them to be down further than they, they are. I mean, you're, you're no you're question. Them, no they, question. I mean, they must have said, "Hey, guys, we're only a couple of scores away." I'm sure they did because you know we sh- we should have been up more, and uh, we were still figuring out things and trying to figure out what we could do. But it, it just screamed out, "Hey, throw the football!" Yeah, and that's that's. With what they were doing, they weren't going to let Grayson beat them, and uh, so that's that's what we had to do. We had to make plans to to throw it, and uh, we we did throw and catch. Well, and and Kyle goes in at halftime with 13 completions out of 20 attempts, and he's got 181 yards. Your tight end is uh, you've actually thrown a touchdown pass to your tight end. I'm sure. They weren't expecting that. We don't throw much to tight ends, do we? No, but uh, they gave us the uh, they gave us the pop pass and they gave mm-hmm. us a touchdown. You know, a, a cheapy down there, and uh, they kind of let him go because that that's who their extra hat was was that safety. Yeah. So that that extra hat was down there playing the run. So kinda, we kind of exploited that, and um, it it helped us win the football game. Well, we're going to take a, a break here in just a second and then come back and talk about the second half. But i got to ask you before we go, I have never seen a one-point safety. Have you ever coached in a game or seen been involved in one before? Coach Tall and I have coached 100 years together. <laughs> I looked over at him on the sideline. I said, Coach, have you ever heard of that? And he coached at Michigan and West Virginia, and I've coached you know at several places, Virginia Tech and JMU. And he said, "I've never heard of it." And I said, "Guess what? I haven't either." I'm surprised the officials knew it. I mean, I mean, I, it is so rare. It's only happened three times in NCAA history. That's how rare well, we it is. made history. We made history. So, well, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back, and we're going to talk about the second half. And then I promise you, we're going to talk about upcoming game with Mars Hill down in uh, Mears Stadium this Saturday. Support for WEHC and Emory and Henry football comes from Tumbling Creek Cider Company, heritage-inspired, handcrafted hard cider in the heart of downtown Abingdon. Open daily in the Spring House 112 Court Street, Northeast, and online at tumblingcreekcider.com. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, serving the spirit of our community. All right, we're back from talking about that uh, history-making moment of a defensive safety, a one-point defensive safety. I don't understand why they didn't have to do a free kick, but I, then I, I need to do some more research. Well, Coach, you talked to your team about not being in control of this game at halftime. Certainly weren't. I mean, they're only 10 points down. Uh, and you come out in both teams, you, you have a good drive, but then they've got 
their new quarterback, Dent. I think he gave you all a little bit of a different wrinkle, didn't he? No question. He, you know, he's athletic and he's uh, he's a different cat than we were playing against. You know, and so and uh, it was it was different for our defense, and they were. You know, they hit some plays inside and allowed him to take off with the ball outside. And, um, you know, it was a different offense we were defending because, mm-hmm. you know, Red Wine is uh, throw the ball. Yeah, he's not going to run. And, and he's not a runner. And now, now all of a sudden you have an athletic quarterback that uh, we didn't think was going to play. And uh, so it was a different scheme for us defensively. Yeah, I, I don't. He did not play in the uh, Lenore Ryan game. Dent. No, but we we felt like their quarterback was going to come back because uh, we had heard that it was minor injuries mm. and uh, that he would be playing next week. And of course, I didn't see his name on the two deep, nor did I see Gillespie's. But I know the running back Gillespie was there as well. So the, they, yeah, they both they played. Bo- they both got better. Well, you go, Bo. You trade. Um, touchdowns in the third quarter but the third quarter ends it's still 10 point game i mean we're still oh it's 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 rough going right there i mean i was concerned uh i mean it was yeah i was i was sick in my stomach there's no (laughs) doubt about it well you were driving and and uh, butcher hits on a uh field goal puts it up uh 13 points but uh i thought the defense that fourth quarter just kind of tightened the noose on them and no doubt and and our punter you know they yes. didn't have very good field position no you know ethan muncie <clears throat> kind of pinned them down he kicked three inside the 10 and uh you know i i think that was big you know we when you have the field position game uh when you win that one it's it's hard to go a long ways mm-hmm. in in college football and especially right now in this league with this much i mean there's great defenses you know the numbers in our league are not high offensively no they're not i mean they're because there's great defenses with great defensive linemen i think that's the biggest difference in this league this is a strange league for me i th- i think the defenses like you say they're they're just you take a wingate i mean they're just squelch people they you know you can get a first down but your upcoming opponent, Mars Hill, is no slouch either. They've got some pretty impressive numbers. But the defenses really are the backbone of a lot of these teams, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think the defensive lines in this league are, you know, some that could could be one double-A type lines. They, they're just shorter guys, and mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And that they're not Division One because they're six foot instead of six three. Mm-hmm. And uh, – you know what they could they could play at the major college level, but they won't take them at that height. Mm. And uh, but uh, let me tell you what we'll we'll take a short one that can get in the deep, in the backfield in a second. Yes, we'll we've take, got one, Donovan Penix. I was going to say we'll take Don Don Penix anytime. Well, let's talk about him for a minute because he and Ivan Phillips kind of delivered the final blow. He gets a strip sack. Uh, on the court, on Dent, the quarterback, and then the scoop and score by Ivan Fields. That kind of did put the nails in the coffin there. That's the first time I could go get a drink of water. <laughs> I mean, that was so good. You know, I, I thought that ended the game, and, and Don Don, it, it's just kind of perfect for a, a rival game that uh, Don Don has a big factor in the play, and Ivan, who was Defensive Player of the Year uh, of week. the week, excuse me, in the SAC conference, 
uh, finishes the game off. Yeah. And I knew it was kind of over then. And, uh, you know, I, our kids, I'm so proud of them. You know, we, we got a great locker room. They care about each other. They fight for each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we don't have any guys that, uh, oh, I don't get the ball. I don't get this. And uh, right now I just really like this team as much as any team I've been here with. Well, and they block for each other. I know If you throw it to Tamade Penn, I mean, Jamal Ford will block for you. You throw it to Cozy Ford will block. I mean, I, that's a thing I noticed, too, that they, they – Yeah, it, we've know, got a bunch of fighters. Yeah. And uh, – and we talked about finishing early on, and we talk about it every week. And I, I just think we got guys that'll fight every week and finish every week. And you know, I, I tell them, and Anthony's sitting right here. I can tell you, you know, we could lose every game we've got left, or we could win every game. Mm-hmm. And it depends on how much we're going to fight, and are we going to finish? And that's that's who we are. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be fourth quarter every week. I, I do too. I, I mean, I, there's 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 just no pushovers here, and um, so we game ends thirty four fourteen. A great win for the Southwest Virginia Bowl n- number five. Let's talk about uh, individual performers. Uh, we talked about Short. He ended up twenty one for thirty two and no interceptions and uh, two touchdown passes. He's currently leading the sack in passing yards. And he's and he's leading the sack in touchdown passes, so he's really representing. People are daring us to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, the, their RPO answer. We're the most RPO team in this league. It's it's not even yeah. close. I know, there's yeah. And and you know, people play action. Mars Hill play actions, but they don't RPO. They, RPO is post snap, and you know we don't. Nobody else does that. And they're saying, hey, you're not running it. And so you're going to have to throw it. So everybody's locking on and playing man. And, well, uh, you yeah. know, that gives us, you know, with with our receivers right now, with, uh, you know, Tomate and Ford and our slots, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's opened up some things for us. Well, yeah, and you talk about your receivers. One thing I noticed looking down through the stat sheet, short, he, I mean, he threw to ten different receivers in that game. I mean, it's not just one. No, you can't just focus on Penn or Ford or Cozy. You know, you got Peoples coming in. You got this guy named Smith coming in there. I mean, he it, he spreads that ball it's, around. It's based on your read, mm-hmm. and if that if that read fires his gun on the run, then we're throwing it to that area. Yeah. And uh, you know that's that's been good to us and. You know, I, I think this league has is, is not been an RPO uh, league, and so it's helped us. And if they dare us to throw, I think we can throw and catch. Yeah, I think the closest any of them get is play action. I don't I, Of the six so far, I've, I've not seen it's, it's usually play action, then a pass. And, yeah. And that's a pre-snap decision. Yeah, they've called that in a huddle. Right. And ours is post-snap, mm-hmm. which uh, – and I'm sure there. I mean, there are some RPOs that we see, but not. You know, we kind of live and die by it. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's it's our we're closer to Wake Forest is playing uh, than than anybody in this league. 
Well, a couple of other performances. Uh, Penn continues to lead the uh, sack in yards per game at 87 yards per game. He had four for 40. Ford is fourth. I mean, we've spoken about these receivers. Ridley had three catches for 57. That's got to be a nice addition. Oh, no question. It was good to get him freed up. Uh, we felt like once they brought that safety down in the box, and he was a run-fit player, and he he was – not going to do anything with the pass. No. And our offensive coaches did a great job with that. Of recognizing that. Well, on the defense here, real quick, uh, nicely, and again, 11 tackles, one interception. Uh, we talked about Ivan being second in tackles, but uh, nicely's uh, ninth, and A.J. Burris is sixth in tackles. And, uh, of course, Phillips was player of the week in defense, and then uh, Jalen Crime, seven tackles, one interception. So just a whole host of our defense has played so good. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been the biggest difference in our season is the way our defense has played. And our offense, of course, we don't go hurry up. We you know, we take it down to the whistle and use a few more motions and but I, I I think our defense has just been, you know, you're you're in all of them when you play as good a defense yeah. as we're playing, and uh, and that's that's a reflection on those coaches and those players that, uh, you know, it's it's been we're off to a great start on that side of the ball. You sure are. Well, coach, we're going to talk about the Lions from Mars Hill University here in just a second. We're going to take a quick break, and folks, when we get come back, we're going to be talking about the Lions of Mars Hill. Support for WEHC comes from Snow's Fine Meats and Provisions, a neighborhood butcher shop in downtown Abingdon specializing in locally sourced pasture-raised proteins, handmade deli items, and specialty goods. Open Tuesday through Saturday and online at Snow's Fine Meats, 160 East Main Street, Abingdon. Snow's Fine Meats, bringing the old-fashioned butcher shop experience to your table. I heard the voice of a food shop they come on to me and Ready to talk about your stewing beans? I know what's the best. All right, Coach, uh, this coming Saturday, you're going down to uh, Mars Hill, the town, which is where Mars Hill University, a beautiful little town and college sitting there and beautiful stadium, Mirror Stadium. Both of you are 3-1 and one leading the uh, Mountain Division. Somebody's not going to be after that game. Hopefully it's not them. <laughs> I <laughs> hope you, so. You've got a 2.30 kickoff, so that's probably uh, – logistically, how will you handle that? Well, we've already planned – you know, we're on fall break starting this week, so our oh. kids are out of school on Great. Wednesday. So we're going to keep all the uh, non-travel people here through Thursday – and then uh, I think I'm going to try to do something with the kids on Friday night. Haven't decided exactly what we'll do. And then uh, we'll go down. It's an hour and 33 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go down on Saturday as opposed to uh, getting a room. So uh, that's kind of our plan right now. And. Okay. Uh, you know, I think our kids are ready to play. Well, now, I, I've looked at Mars Hill a little bit. From what I see offensively, they, they're pretty good on the ground. Uh, they struggle a little bit with the pass, but uh, they're third in the conference in rushing with uh, averaging almost 200 yards a game. They drop off on that uh, passing. Uh, what, what, what are you guys? Well, in conference games, we've got them like at – 240 yards a game yeah. i mean they've they they want to run the football and uh, that's what they do and they 
you know, it's it's kind of old school. And, uh, you know, when, when I first went to JMU way back in the day, you know, it's uh, we're gonna put two tight ends in, and we're gonna we're gonna run it at you, and we'll <laughs> run bootlegs, and we'll do this and that. But we're gonna we're gonna make you stop the run. Well, I know it's not as much misdirection as, as uh, Randolph Macon, but it's a little bit light. I mean, they get the quarterback yeah. gets under center. They'll put two tight ends, and they you're right. They'll run the old waggle or yeah, over. Randolph Macon formates you a little bit more than they do, and actually. Uh, Rufus Scholl said the same thing, and uh, but they they want to run the football first, mm-hmm. and that's that's who they are. Yeah, and uh, they've been successful at it. You know, they lost to East Tennessee State, and so would about everybody in our league. Well, and uh, then the Limestone loss was a seven point loss, and Limestone just hit a couple big plays, so they could very well be uh, undefeated if they wouldn't have taken the money game at in Johnson City. And when you take those stats out of their stats for the year, that's the, all their numbers go up. Yeah, that's where it goes. I mean, Rushing. Averaging over five yards a carry. When I was in Blacksburg, you know, we our our goal for the season was four point five, and they're averaging like five point eight. Mm. And uh, so they're they've they've got a good football team. When I defensively, uh, they're not too shabby on that side either. They're they're second in the conference behind Wingate in uh, yards per game rushing, and certainly that's the place where we've kind of struggled as we've talked about. So. You've got a real challenge with that this week, do, no, do you know? No, no question there. They, you know, they got some uh, boy dogs on that line of scrimmage. And uh, that defensive line is probably going to be the second best defensive line that we see. I haven't seen everybody in the conference. But uh, based on what I've seen up to this point, uh, they've got a great nose guard, and he plays a shade also. Number ninety nine. He was listed on their roster at six foot uh, two sixty, and then on the two deep, he's six foot three hundred. So he's had a couple <laughs> meals. Uh, <laughs> so, he, but he's a good football player. Well, and uh, uh, good football players too are those, those couple of linebackers. They've got one guy that's oh, uh, Honeycutt. That's Honeycutt I mean, from Boone is uh, number thirty five. Yeah. Is, uh, special guy and they've got 94 who's a a a guy that he's got quicks Uh, i thought he weighed about 220 and i look it up and now on the two deep he's 255 so you know they they present a lot of problems i think they're number two in the country in red zone defense Mm -hmm. and that hadn't been our strength so you know we've 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 got issues well it's a funny it's funny you say that because it's like their strengths are you know, against the rush, they're not they're 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 not that good against the pass so far. They may be outstanding come Saturday, but that's kind of been our strength: the passing. Their strength is rushing on defense. So, and then it's kind of the same mix around on the other. I mean, they're a running team, and we've 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 shut down passes more than we've done the running. So it's a yeah. I don't know how you know how matchups are. I mean, that wins and loses football games. It's not the best matchup for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I, you know, we've just got to come up with a good plan, and uh, our coaches are working at it. Well, I, th- I think today was you know today is our plan day, and mm-hmm. I think it's been good. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I I know one thing: our players will play hard. Yeah, because they have up to this point. Yeah.
Well, it's supposed to be a beautiful day down in uh, Mars Hill, about 60 degrees and plenty of sunshine. And so, uh, it, and it's not a far trip. Like you say, it's about a 90-minute, 95-minute trip over the over the mountain to Mars Hill. So I hope we have some fans that travel down. I'm sure we will. We've got the best fan base in the country in, in Division Two, and uh, they're they're good people that care about our program and. I appreciate the support we've gotten. It was a great crowd on Saturday, mm-hmm. and that means a lot to our kids. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a big emotional win last week, and we've got to put that behind us and, and yeah. go play go go play a good football team and see how we fare. Well, all right, Coach, that's going to do it for us today. I appreciate you, as always, coming in and spending some time with us, making this possible, and I want to wish you the best of luck down in Mars Hill this week. Thank you for everything, Gary. Well, and if thank you, Coach. And if you cannot make it to Mars Hill, I hope you'll join Josh Floyd and I as we bring you all the action on WEHC 90.7 uh, from Mirror Stadium on the campus of Mars Hill University. It's a 2.30 kickoff, and Keys the Game will play at 2. And so, as I say, if you can't make it to the game, join Josh and I, and we'll bring you all the action. Thanks for listening, everyone, and so long.